Hello and welcome to Season 2, Episode 10 of Monday's Minutes to Kids Take. First off, I just wanted to say sorry that there wasn't an episode on Friday. There just wasn't enough content and I didn't want to publish a four-minute episode. Now, before I get started, I just want to address something. You probably heard by now, Kobe Bryant was sadly killed in a helicopter accident or helicopter crash. And I won't be talking about... I won't be talking about him in today's episode. I have a special tribute podcast planned for Friday. So stay tuned for then. And today I just got a normal podcast. So let's get into the first topic. So the first topic, I will be talking about uh, my Final Four predictions. And I will be going over the NCAA rankings. Which I plan on doing every Monday because that's when they come out. So first I will be talking about my Final Four predictions. And in them, I had Dayton, Villanova, Duke, and Oregon. Now, this may surprise you that I don't have any of the top five teams in it. I just feel like with all the crazy upsets and losses that have happened this year, the tournament's going to be so unpredictable. And Villanova and Duke are just known for being basketball teams in the past couple of years. Duke has always been known for that. But Dayton has... Amazing player in Obi Toppin, arguably the best player in the country, and um, he's just a sophomore, so he doesn't have much tournament experience, but they still do have some uh, semi-big wins against Virginia Tech and VCU, but I think with Dayton, that struggle will be beating uh, Power 5 teams because... They lost to Colorado and Kansas, so that's going to be tough for them. Now, the next team, Duke. Like I said, Duke has always been a tournament team. Every year, they have no trouble like going pretty far. But um, they don't have much tournament experience, as usual. But Vernon Carey and Trey Jones are both pretty good players. Trey Jones is a great leader who is one of the only... Uh, player, not one of the only, but one of their best players that gets minutes, and Duke just needs to play like they have been lately, or, sorry, I take that back, they lost to Clemson and Louisville, but they just need to play like the Duke we all know, um, and most of us hate, because I don't like Duke, I don't know about you, but the next team will be Villanova, Villanova's having a great bounce back year after losing to Purdue in the sweet uh, second round last year. I think if they could uh, somehow win the Big East this year, which I could see happening, they just need to get past uh, Seton Hall and Butler, they can make it this far. Um, Villanova has won the national championship in the past couple of years, so um, their team is... um, Sorry, I'm struggling to think of the names. Uh, Well, I'll get back to you later on that, but... um, they have some big wins against teams like Kansas and also Butler. And right now, their uh, conference record, they only have one loss. So they're having a pretty great year. That's why I have them here. All those teams are ranked 9, 8, and 7. Now, the next team, Oregon. I just thought that there was going to be a surprise team there that no one thought. So that's why I'm going to go with Oregon. But it's probably going to be like that four spot might end up being like an unranked team that has an amazing tournament run. But I'm picking Oregon just because um, of their strength of schedule and how they've been able to deal with it. 
they have some good wins against Arizona, Michigan, Seton Hall, and Memphis, who were all ranked at the time. Their two losses are to Gonzaga and North Carolina. But, I don't know. I just like this Oregon team this year. And um, next I'm going to be talking about Gonzaga. I've talked about them in the past. I don't think Gonzaga will make it this fa- that far. Uh, yeah, they have beat Washington and Arizona, but they're not in a good conference. And when it comes to tournament time, uh, other, well, they have a national championship appearance in the past couple of years, but they're just, I can't say they're unprepared because they're one of the best teams in the country, but I think they're a bit overrated. And I, like I said before, with that extra Final Four team, I could also see it being like an Auburn type of team that's like never known for college basketball, but it still ends up in the rankings. So possibly them, LSU, um, Colorado, or Illinois. Illinois, I could see making it to the Final Four, but their guys like Kofi Coburn, he doesn't have much tournament experience, but the rest of the team doesn't either, actually, because Illinois hasn't made it that far. But Illinois is a very experienced team, so I could potentially see them making a tournament run. So the next topic will be my Super Bowl predictions. Uh, like I said, I'm, I already told you what I'll be doing on my episode on Friday, so I will just be talking about it now. So how I think this game is going to go, I'll tell you what I think the score will be in a bit, but I either think it's going to be a really close Chiefs win or just an absolute obliteration of a 49ers win. And... I don't know why. I just think it's the 49ers who are going to obliterate the Chiefs. My score prediction, I'm going to go with 28-10. to 28-10, yeah, that's what it was. Um, I don't know if that's what you consider obliterate, but in the Super Bowl, it kind of is. As of now, Kansas City is favored by a point and a half. I think the 49ers are going to cover. The over-under is 54 and a half. Um, so the thing is, the Chiefs have a not the best defense, and the 49ers have a really good one, so I think it's going to be under, and the, my Super Bowl MVP prediction is going to be Nick Bosa, I, just, uh, bold prediction, I think he's going to have at least two and a half sacks, which in the Super Bowl could win you MVP, because other than George Kittle, they don't have many good guys on offense that qualify for MVP, but, in the league rankings, they both are up there are for points per game, with the Chiefs at 5th and the 49ers at 2nd. But uh, the thing that the 49ers lack is time of possession at 28th. Now, this could be a good thing for them, and it kind of is for them, because that means they're scoring quick. But in a game like the Super Bowl, I don't think they'll want to... Really, they're obviously they're trying to score, but I think they'll try to hold the ball more and try to chew some clock, just so that it's not as um, just so that the Chiefs don't have more time to score. But a lot of people are predicting the 49ers to win. Um, I'm on Yahoo Sports right now, and 65% of people predicted them to win, which doesn't really surprise me. And since the game is at Hard Rock Stadium outside. And the predicted temperature, or sorry, never mind, the temperature doesn't matter, it's normal temperature. But the game is on Fox on Sunday. I don't think I'll be doing um, in-game updates because I'm going to be watching the game at a friend's house. But um, I'll be doing a post-game 
post. So I'll make sure to stay tuned for that. So that'll be it for today's episode. Thank you for listening. And make sure to tune in on Friday where I'll be doing the Kobe Bryant Tribute podcast. Thanks for listening.